Hey guys, Darren Watts here. Uh, before we get into this podcast, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there for everybody that's listening. Firstly, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to me. But if anybody is listening to this podcast for the sake of advice, well, for the sake of actually trying to solicit advice from a professional, professional, then I'm not your guy. I would recommend that you listen to another podcast that has just that, a professional mental health personnel, psychologist, and all of them. But if you're listening to me just to hear my story, hear other people's story, and just solicited uh, some knowledge or some educational stuff from what I read, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. But other than that, thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. Hello, I'm back. Back for another edition of Breaking Mental Health with Daryl. I am Daryl. So, let's go at this. Today, we are looking at step two. Well, you could say step two of uh, the key, five key steps of the learning process for the uh, social learning theory. We'll have part, well, part two. We'll have step two here for you shortly and other rants if I have any other rants and all that good stuff I have that for you also so stay tuned I have all of that for you in a hot second So let's go ahead and take a look at personality development and social learning theory. A personality development is the establishment of a set of patterns involving the behavior, temperament, and character that a person displays on a regular basis. A social learning theory postulates, uh, postulates I'm sorry, that a large amount of the futures of people's personalities may come from observing others in their family or society. People's uh, temperaments may be determined by their genetics as well as their environment. This includes how they approach and view the world and how they interact with others. If a person spends a lot of time witnessing others who have a negative temperament, he or she is more likely to model those behaviors. Their environment, often described as nurture, has a large impact on a child's personality. 
even as a baby, a person who is loved and cared for is more likely to develop trust and optimism than an infant who is neglected or abused. One of the richest ages for social learning is the preschool years, when a child is likely to see and observe many behaviors that will shape the way uh, the way they behave adults, or as adults. I think that was supposed to be like that. Play, imagination, and cooperation are all important parts of this stage of development. If children are not taught how to integrate into groups at this early age, they may have a hard time joining groups when they are older. During school years, children learn how to interact with groups in more structured environments, and through observation and learning can apply self-discipline. Follow rules and trust in positive outcomes. The connectedness a person feels to his or her community is greatly influenced by how, he how heavily the society they are raised in value things like family or nationalism. Other traits may be learned socially in childhood include activity le level, distractibility, intensity, regularity of sleep and appetite, sensory threshold, approachability, adaptability, persistence, and mood. So, so to speak, that that pretty much was playing. That uh, I'm I'm gonna share something in a hot second, and it involves Aaliyah. Well, I'm gonna share it here in a minute. Social learning and personality theory measurement. Social learning theory also deals with personality theory and measurement. One established set of four main personality theories includes psychoanalytic. I'm sorry, psychoanalytic trait, humanistic, and social cognitive. Social learning theory falls with the social cognitive umbrella and involves personality being shaped by a person's expectations about the world and the people who he or she interact with, observing and judging the actions of others and the environment. Social learning theory is, is directly tied to social psychology, which deals with the personality traits and behaviors of members of a civilization or society. The foundation of social learning theory involves an understanding of a person's self-concept as well as their so social co cognition, attribution theory, social influence, group traditions, prejudice, discrimination, interpersonal interactions, attitudes, and aggression. A person may better be able to hone these abilities by increased interaction in social behavioral observations as well as thorough, I'm, th I'm sorry, as well as through third-party experiences like film, reading, and television. Family and social learning theory. I'm sorry, family social theory. Social learning theory often directly influences family psych psychotherapy. I'm sorry, psychopathology. People who observe uh, pathological behaviors in their direct family members may see them as normal and even if they don't remember observing them may repeat them later in life. On the flip side, families who embody strong positive traits will very likely raise offspring to demonstrate and value those same behaviors. So the reason I just mentioned Leah just a minute ago was because there was something that caught my attention. Um, I think I might have said it on this podcast, but if I did, I'm going to bring it up again. Um, I think I did, but 
anybody that didn't listen to the podcast, or, you know, that day when I talked about it, I don't remember when I talked about it. I know it was sometime last week, but uh, if you already listened to it, you can skip forward this. But uh, the reason why I mentioned this was because um, there was something here that caught my attention when they talk about um, social uh, interaction. Um, you know, being able to, um, at a young age, preschool years, um, to be able to learn and observe any behaviors that will shape, shape them as well as, uh, uh, as adults. And play and imagine and cooperation, other parts of the stage of development. I, and then it said, if children are not taught how to integrate into groups at early age, uh, they may have a hard time joining groups when they are uh, older. But I had to bring that up because uh, I went back to um, well, Sierra's daughter, Mariah, had a uh, track meet back in uh, May 13th. It was on a Saturday. And so they put me back to Arsenal Technical High School. That was the school I graduated from uh, back in 2006. Also daring too. And... Um, I went back there, and that was the first time me being back there in 17 years. Have not been at Texas. I graduated, had no desire to go back to Tech, didn't want to go back to Tech. But um, since Mariah had to meet, track me at Tech, I went on and went. And I took Aaliyah with me. I took Aaliyah with me, and... One of the things that caught my attention, two things that caught my attention. The first thing that caught my attention is how sleepy she was. That's nothing new at this in particular point. But also what caught my attention to this, despite the fact, despite the fact that she was sleepy, she managed, <laughs> normally, <laughs> Normally, this t- <laughs> this type of thing would kind of bring a heartbreak to some adults, depending on the situation. But that's not the point here. Uh, there was this cute little boy that was uh, there also, and Aaliyah just happened to go over there. She just waved at him, you know. Now, I'm still sitting in the stands at this point, so I don't know if she was actually saying hi to him or she was just waving to him, but I did see that she was waving at him, and she kept waving at him, and the boy wasn't paying her any attention. That you would think to bring pain to an adult as a parent because, you know, of them being dismissed like that. But, of course, it got better. Uh, After she done fulfilled herself over there and she got the boy's attention and the boy had had some hair you know he had braids up at the top you know so he did have a little bit of hair he didn't have none on the sides or in the back it was just completely hair at the top so you know it was uh um it was great um she uh sat with him and he bought a little bit of toys with him and 
they played, and they kicked it off well. They kicked it off well. And after that, they played tag, and they ran around and wore themselves down. And by the time I got Aaliyah to the car, she was knocked out. She was asleep. And the reason I bring that up, which was one was fun, I enjoyed watching Aaliyah do what she did. And I brought that up because that just shows a significant sign of her getting in into groups. It may have just been one person, but that one person, little small things, I mentioned in yesterday's podcast when we're observing and when we're actually noticing the smaller things, the bigger things that happen, just one person that could generate into bigger when teachers decide at school that, hey, you know, divide up into a group of six people, group of four people. You know, if she can generally easily get six people with the behavior that she has, you know, when we was at that uh, track meet, and that was incredible. And that's not the only places that, you know, she does interact. You know, when she's at the park, she still interacts with other kids and stuff like that, which is perfect. So, you know, I already know at this point that she's developing into that stage that it's going to be no problem for her to be into groups at all. That's, that's the sign right there. So, me as a parent, I wouldn't have to worry about it. You know, I wouldn't have to sit here and try to, you know, put myself to serious anxiety because of the fact that, you know, she couldn't find a partner because nobody wouldn't partner with her. And, you know, she has this general, you know, positive affection to other people, to other kids, you know, that set them off in a very positive way. And they're looking to that. So that's to me as a parent, that makes me a proud dad. You know what I'm saying? And. A really proud girl dad at that. And, you know, I would love to see more positive things like that happen, right? It, it only makes sense. So, understanding these, um, understanding these, uh, uh, personality development and social learning theory, part of that development of personality is generating. To help your child with other people in a positive way. You don't want to put them in a negative way. You want to put them in a positive way. So that to me is the reason why I brought that up. And I think it was tremendous to able to see that. That was personally develop, personality development and social learning theory. Alright. Paying attention. The learner needs to pay attention. If she or he is distracted, it will probably affect the quality of learning. Uh, being focused on the task at hand becomes the first step for retaining the information and getting to acquire the knowledge. In this way, the behavior that we are trying to uh, imitate has to grab our attention so that no external factors become distractions. So when you are paying attention, you are blocking out the distractions that surround you. That means you are focused on the, at the task at hand. If you aren't paying attention to the task at hand, then you are not interested at the task.
at all. So please believe, when we're talking about paying attention, what are the main things that we are looking at? Like when you're looking at your child and you see the child pay attention, what do you think of when you're actually seeing your child or seeing someone or when you're seeing yourself paying attention? What are you thinking about? I'll tell you what I'm thinking about. When I see myself paying attention, I see myself becoming successful. I see myself gaining knowledge, like you just said there, retaining the information and getting to acquire the knowledge, you know, gaining the knowledge, and then become successful. Now, what you do, right? So somebody wants to, you know, become a nurse, what do you got to do? The first thing you got to do is learn through observation. Learn of what they're doing. And then you got to pay attention. But mainly in this case, you would pay attention first and then learn through the observation. Because if you're learning through the observation, you are going to pay attention to what's happening. Like I said, learning through the observation is actually the main key focal point. Because you know if you're interested in becoming a nurse, you're going to pay attention. And then you're going to observe. Or you're going to observe you're going to pay attention. You know, you're going to you're going to notice something. You're going to notice a pattern or you're going to notice something when you're paying attention because it's something that you're interested in. It's something that you know that you have to focus on in order to gain this knowledge, right? And it's no better way to actually sit down and understand when you're paying attention that what they're doing is grabbing your attention, right? So I know a lot of people don't like to look at, you know, videos and stuff like that because sometimes lectures and different types of videos can be boring. But if you're actually watching videos and stuff that you're interested in, like when you're on YouTube and you're watching your regular um, how-to or DIY, you know, how-tos on YouTube, you know, you're going to pay attention, right? You want to gain that knowledge for when you want to actually do some DIY projects yourself. You know, for me, I like to pay attention most when it comes to sports but i'm not going to mention sports in this case i'm going to bring up something entirely different you know a lot of people probably gonna laugh at me but this is what i do now when i watch tv i love watching one of two channels id's uh well investigation discovery or hgtv i'm going to use hgtv the main thing that I enjoy when it comes to watching HGTV is watching people use their knowledge and their experience when it comes down to housing projects or gardening projects. I love it. Because the main thing that I think about when I watch HGTV I think about paying attention, I think about knowledge, 
and I think about success. Right? There is people that you can watch that are nurses, that are entrepreneurs, that, you know, that just actually quit their job, sold everything, took that money and just moved into a house that they want to build on their own. Buying property, land and stuff like that. And the other thing that gets me going, when all of that comes into play, with everything that I just said, that comes into play, when that happens, is that they enjoy, you know, the small things. Being able to be financially free. Being able to be free. Being able to... Go to the beach, be able to, you know, work while they're traveling or work while they're at the beach, being remote. All these little small things adds up. You know, a lot of people want that dream, right? A lot of those people want to be able to, you know, have free time, a lot of free time, and less working, but. The problem with that is, is that these people did not just be free based off of, you know, within the few minutes. You know, people put in actual hours and hours of work in order for them to be successful. You know, because most of the paying attention that they did really actually paid off. That's what it's about. When you're paying attention... A lot of those things can happen. Paying attention leads to different steps to success. Am I wrong? Because when you, you're, you're not sitting here to, you know, just to be cute in, in, in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Some of that stuff could be stressful, even if you're paying attention, but you can understand the segments of what they're saying. You can understand what it is that the information that they're giving to you to retain will help you gain knowledge. It'll help you. And it always have. But if you're not interested, then it won't help you. And it never will. But you have to have something that you enjoy. That's bottom line. And when I see and when I see those people on HGTV I enjoy it every minute. You know, I used to watch. Now, I have kind of slowed down on it because I'm trying to be successful on my own. You know, still trying to get through a job and still be able to, you know, retain a lot of information to be successful in what I want to do. You know, because I still want to do photography. I still want to do real estate. I still want to do a lot of things. And... Um, you know, and then also would take a little bit of small hustling too, but my main type of work just want to be, um, photography and, uh, real estate. And so that's what I've been focusing on. That's why I haven't been able to watch HGTV a lot. But when I did watch HGTV, it was always a lineup before things started messing up. Um, on Mondays, I would watch um, Love to List It. Tuesday, 
I think was fixer upper. Wednesday was was it the Property Brothers? Yeah, I think it was the Property Brothers. Thursday I don't remember. And then Friday I don't remember either. Oh, um, I think Thursday was uh flip a flop. But Tark and Christina. And I don't remember if I think Friday was just in the air for a lot of different things. I don't remember. Um, but ever since um, that Tark and Christina um, incident happened, um, the lineup has totally changed. And Tark and Christina divorced with their own ways. And uh, that, you know, that kind of changed me too in a way of you know I didn't really pay attention to a lot of things anymore then um Chip and Joanna for Fixer Upper they actually quit Fixer Upper to focus on their own uh business they got the uh Magnolia network and Joanna's doing big things I applaud her because she's responsible for most of that so they quit that and you know I think Love of the List is still around Property Brothers are still around but they're doing their own thing too, but they still on HGTV. And, you know, it's just things has changed, so I just haven't watched much of it. Um, but the general purpose of it is that these people took the time to pay attention to what they were doing, and they became successful about it. They became very successful, and I enjoyed, you know, um, and I still enjoy watching HGTV when I get time. Um, but I've been more into, um, sports aspect, getting ready to, um, get back to don't take sports talk and stuff like that and trying to build a, uh, trying to build a good lineup rotation and try to deliver some good content for that. Been gaining some knowledge off of that too. Paying attention to, you know, what me and Darren's been doing. You know, throughout a podcast, I'll look through some things and I'll um, take note of it and we'll talk about what things that uh, we want to bring back and all that stuff or we want to talk about or whatever. So there are things that we're actually learning because we actually paid attention. So, you know, that's it's your, you know, is that that's your stepping stone to, you know, being successful is paying attention and just being locked in to learn and retain that knowledge. And that's how it is, you know, when, um, apparently when you're in school, when you're learning something, you have to pay attention, you have to be locked in and then you give quizzes and tests. And then when you get the test and if you pass it, you know, boom, you're good to go. You know, the same way with college, nothing's different. And it's just all about taking that and knowing that your observation and you're being focused is coming a long way. It's coming a long way. So I just want people to understand that when it comes to uh, paying attention. That's, that's just it. That's all I have. Um, but before I get out of here, I just want to say this. When we're pertaining to the paying attention series, uh, the pay attention just a little bit, just a minute ago, um, 
I'm going to tell you one thing that really makes a difference when it comes to paying attention. And I want everybody to think about this very, very deeply. Because the person I'm about to say, the person's name I'm about to mention, really just gives off a lot. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, he's the king of pop. And he's the king of pop for a reason. He's the king of pop because he paid attention. He paid attention, he did his homework, he attained knowledge, and he worked hard. You know, that, and, and that also goes for a lot of people that has that has that name to him. Queen of Soul. I think that's Aretha Franklin. You know, it's Queen of Souls, the Godfather of Soul, the King of Pop, the Queen of, the Queen of, uh, damn, I can't remember that one. But these people have it for a reason. But mainly, Michael Jackson. Goat doing goat things. Please believe that. Goat doing goat things. Michael Jackson is was out there hustling from when he was a kid. His dad is the reason why he's hustling. He's the reason he humped. He still had to go to school and still had to sing. They're the reason they got out of that little small house in Gary, Indiana and moved to Hollywood, California. Because of the Jackson 5. And then eventually they all end up splitting their ways and Michael Jackson just got better and better. And then Janet followed along. She got better and better. So, just just think about that. Just think about that. And Aaliyah's going to learn about that man too. She's going to learn. All about work. Hard work. Paying attention. But that's it for me. Uh, I appreciate it once time. I appreciate when they listen to me. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, join me tomorrow. We're hitting to step three of the five key steps of the learning process, which is retention. You want to learn about retention and any other things of mentions and rants and all that. I'll have that all for you tomorrow. I'm on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Love University and Instagram Love University. Or you can email me, breakingmiddleh at gmail.com. We can rap, share your feelings, rap, talk, 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 whatever, however. Let's just do it. But until then, stay true to yourself. And always remember, when it comes to listening, you're one step closer to bringing awareness. Let's go.